Hey everybody, welcome back to the Art of Relationship show for a new episode talking about cheating. And this is all over the place, right? But we're going to talk about how many people, a different twist about it. Who do you blame who cheats? Everybody assumes it's the cheater, right? We're going to talk about this and I'm going to love your comments. You can join the chat down below right after this. So don't go anywhere. Going to be talking about cheaters and who do you blame? right after this. Hey, welcome back to the Art of Relationship Show, people. Um, as always, you can throw in your comments out here, okay? No no secret. Throw your comments out there, your insights, anything I can answer. I'd love to help people out. That's what I do. That's what my passion is. Today, going to be talking about cheating. And this is, let's face it, I deal with this and have for many, many years, over two decades, with people having affairs, cheating. One gender cheats, uh, the other gender cheats, men, women, doesn't matter, okay? And there's a lot of people out there that want to blame. And I'm going to put a different twist on the element today about cheating. Everybody's heard about it, read about it. You look at, you know, who to blame, the person that cheats. You know what? I get it. Hey, Elizabeth, I appreciate you uh, tuning in. And you can go after, you know, the person, this person, that person, whoever the blame is in the relationship, okay? And you a lot of people have heard me numerous times. People call me on a daily basis with this. I see clients, couples in my office regarding somebody cheated, okay? Again, it is not a right or wrong. We're going to get at some truth, some myths about cheating. Who do you blame and who do you center on in your relationship or marriage? And I'm going to throw this out there. There's been professionals out there that I have visited over the years, believe it or not, and chastised because they do a lot of harm and a lot of damage with other people out there. They'll tell their clients that'll come in, you know, my husband, my wife cheated on me, what do I do type of thing. Well, you need to leave once a cheater, always a cheater. That is so, such a myth, and it does a lot of damage out there. There couldn't be something that's further from the truth, okay? So I want you to be careful who you talk to and who do you get your professional advice from. And I said professional advice. And there's some that are even in the mental health field, the helping field that I'm in, that are very biased, very judgmental, and they can do a lot more damage. And you know what? I get it. You're supposed to trust us, trust these people because we're licensed, because, you know, we have a ton of education, but you also have to be careful of people's own individual biases and judgments out there, okay? Just a word of warning. <clears throat> and there's a lot of people out there that throw their name out there that there are coaches, right? You know what? I'll throw another episode on that element. There might be some good, talented people out there, but you got to be careful out there, okay? Especially when it comes into myths out there about porn, about cheating, about you name it out there, okay? You have to be careful. So let's get on to who do you blame with cheating, right? The person that cheats, let's be honest, right? You blame them, right? I'm going to throw a different twist out there. And 
with couples, I throw this out there and I, I tell people what phone calls I get, you know what, we have to know three things, three dynamics, okay, as a starting point, okay? Now, right, what caused it? What caused the affair, the cheating, that type of aspect? That does not, this is where I need to clarify, that does not condone or justify somebody cheating or having an affair. Uh-uh, no, not at all, okay? Now, there has to be genuine remorse not because that person got caught, but let's face it out there, because of the pain they inflicted on their partner, okay? And then a commitment, of course, not to do it again if that's okay, if that's what they agree with. I tell people all the time, you can do everything perfect when it comes to cheating, right? And to earn trust back, I should say. My apology, let me back up. You can do everything perfect to earn trust back. And number one, your partner might not ever be able to forgive you, okay? Number two, you could earn the trust back, do everything perfectly to earn it back. Your partner, um, you know what, forgives you and you move on, right, and heal from it. However, if you're still miserable, what do you do about that situation? You agree not to cheat. I never promote cheating. Never, ever condone it promote it, justify it, never, okay? I look at the dynamics of it, plain and simple. So I want to make sure I'm not taken out of context or people might be downloading the show, downloading the audio and sort of just snip it, you know, edit, take out a port where I say about cheating, right? And they think I condone and justify it. I want to make it clear. I do not, <laughs> okay? So we're at, you are in an element where, like I said, everything you're not cheating, you do the work, you earn that um, trust back and your partner heals, but you're miserable. My question is, why would you ever wanna stay in a miserable, toxic relationship? That doesn't mean, right, that you have a right, a free, you know, carte blanche to cheat, not at all. That's where I promote trying to work on a relationship and if you can't, then you know what, have respect for yourself, have respect for your partner and get the hell out of that situation. Okay, I know it's not easy. You have finances, you have children involved, and I know I'm getting off task, okay? So go back to who to blame on cheating. How many people out there have, you know, bashed the other part, the other person in the affair or the cheating, right? It's that if it wasn't that other woman, if it wasn't that other man, my partner wouldn't have cheated. How many people have been guilty of that, right? I want to get rid of that other partner right around. Don't give them that much power. That's where I'm getting at about the blame in the situation, blame in the relationship, right? Don't blame that other person. Well, they knew we were together. They knew he or she was married. I get all that, right? We, we, we get all that. And they shouldn't have done, been involved. We all know this. But you need to get away from that other person and center on your current partner and your relationship and marriage, plain and simple. I know it's easy. You want to bash that other person. You want someone to blame. That's why I titled this cheating, who's to blame, right? The situation. It's not other people, right? It's within your relationship and your partner, plain and simple, okay? It's threefold, right? It's about your partner, it's about yourself, and it's about the relationship. And we need to dissect and look at what goes on. When somebody cheats, it's not that simple, okay? It's multifaceted 
And there's, I know Esther Perel's done a lot of work. A lot of us, you know, in the field have done a lot of work around what creates cheating affair. Is monogamy a myth? I'm all about, you know, monogamy in a committed relationship, right? And I I tell people, you live the life you want to live. And there's people that, you know, are swingers. They're in the lifestyle. They have poly. They're bisexual. That's not cheating. It's all done consensual. So I want to make sure with cheating, right? It's when it's not consensual in the relationship that you have extramarital or, you know, affair, extracurricular sexual activities with somebody else when it's not consensual. Let's throw that out there. Going back to the blame aspect, get rid of that other person, right? It needs to be about your partner. Why did they cheat? What caused it? Whatever, okay? Is it an individual aspect? We need to look at this, right? Is it individual about out of boredom, out of, you know, midlife crisis, right? Is it about that you want to still see if you have swag, if you have game, if you're attracted to other people? Again, that does not justify our actions. I tell people all the time, daily in my office, you've heard me mention it on the Art of Relationship show numerous, numerous times, right? We feel what we feel. I'm huge on emotions. I'm huge on what we feel. However, the behaviors and our actions that we do based on those feelings and emotions, you know what? That's on us. That is not a, you know, justifiable Offense. I felt lonely. I felt, you know, not attractive to my partner. I felt disconnected. I felt this. I felt that. We can go on, on, and on about how we feel. That does not justify us cheating. That does not justify us starting or continuing an affair situation, okay? So we need to be very, very clear about what's going on. So is it, again, an individual issue that we still, you know, we're bored, we're still see if we have game, if we have swag, if we still are attractive, you know, are we feeling unimportant in our relationship? These are what I mean about getting at to, right? We have to find out what caused it, not justifying, not condoning, what is going on in the relationship or within that individual, because if we have no idea what's going on, how... Can we help that individual not cheat again or, if possible, to be able to look at, you know what, to even work on the relationship if if that is warranted by both parties, okay? And so, like I said, I want to back up. Once a cheater is not always a cheater. That is, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. It's a myth that's not always true. There are people out there that are habitual cheaters. Let's face it, right? They cheat because they want to or whatever. Uh, There's a lot of myths out there about sex addiction, right? The World Health Organization even got rid of that term, okay? You look at, is it compulsive? That you have have a lack of control over your impulses and it happens to be sex, okay? That you use that. You need to be able to get work on the compulsion, not the addiction, okay? There's a lot of myths out there that are based on and they try to shame and guilt people in a certain situation to make money off of them, plain and simple. And, you know, they're all about shaming and guilting other individuals for how, you know, certain people act or what they do. And I'm not talking about, you know, that you go out and murder somebody, rape somebody, pedophilia. I'm not talking about that. Again, I'm talking about consensual acts, okay? So you look at those elements, um, 
who do you blame, right? You have to look at, is there January Morrison guilt? I already talked about the situation. We already talked about getting rid of the other person in the affair situation, right? Is it that woman's fault? Is it that other man's fault? No, it's not. It's what's going on with your partner and what's going on in your relationship, and you need to dissect that and to understand uh, clearly what's going on. A lot of people, this is the hardest thing when it comes to cheating in affair situations, okay, um, to look at yourself. And I ask people all the time, you know, what was your role in your partner cheating? And I get yelled at, I'm putting my hand up like I'm already hearing it, you know, even though I can't hear you, okay? I'm getting a lot of, I get a lot of flack. Greg, you're saying it's my fault he cheated. It's my fault she hopped on his dick or he she cheated. You're saying it's not, it's my fault. Oh, hell no. You know what? I want to back up a little bit. Again, I didn't say it's your fault. I told you, right? Let's be real. What that person did, that's their responsibility. They cheated. It's not anybody's fault but their own. They need to take accountability. No excuses, no condoning it. We have to look at what's going on. Was your partner feeling lonely? Was your partner feeling disconnected, not cherished? Maybe not desired if that's important important to you and your relationship. So we have to look at these dynamics. If that person decides, you know, and works on, busts their ass about, um, you know, not cheating anymore. That's what I try to go after, right? They promote not cheating again. They do everything. And you're going to tell me you're okay with your partner still feeling not desired, not connected, not loved, not respected. Huh? Really? Not a priority, not appreciated. So you want your partner to still feel those ways, however, but not to ever cheat again. I'm like, that's sort of selfish, isn't it? (laughs) So This is where I look at this dynamic, and you have to be able to look at yourself. And a lot of people, let's face it, not only with cheating, a lot of people have a hard time looking in the mirror and holding themselves accountable for the actions they do in the relationship. And I'm not talking about the positive ones, which are, we all need them, right? Affirmations, compliments, making each other feel loved, appreciated, respected, desired. I'm all, that's what I promote. Absolutely. But we have to look at what is getting in the way for you not to do those things, okay? We can go the tit for tat. I'm not showing them desired because they don't respect me. Okay, we can work on that. Get me, right? Doesn't justify it. We need to understand what each other feels. And I know there's other professionals that are going to disagree with me. That's fine. I'm huge on going after what we feel and what we think to make each other. And then we can go after what is going on, right? You behave in a certain way, right? Your actions, are are they based in your behaviors? Are they based on what you feel? Do you feel entitled? So you do this. Do you feel not loved, not desired? So is that what caused you to do this? Again, not justifying. I'm huge on looking at feelings and, you know, what is going on that created a certain behavior and a certain action in relationships and our partner and individuals, Okay. Not justifying, not condoning it. Not at all, okay? So we have to look at, you know, and then people, the blaming aspect, right? We already talked about the other person in the relationship air quotes, right? Everybody hates them. Now, 
How many people blame social media for cheating? How many people? Let's see a show of hands. And I get this situation about how many people, if it wasn't for social media, if it wasn't for Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, name them all, right? (laughs) If it wasn't for social media, those mechanisms of social media might make it easier for people to cheat, but is it actually social media to blame or is it the person using the social media to cheat? Let's face it, right? So I ask people all the time, right? Um, they'll blame this and that. And people will blame porn, right? Well, if he didn't watch porn, if she didn't watch porn, yeah, there's a lot of women that like porn, okay, as well. If he didn't watch porn, he wouldn't have cheated. I'm like, what? No. Where is your scientific research to that, right? It's minimal. There's a lot of people out there using supposedly, you know, research about porn causing people to cheat or social media. It's a myth, right? There has to be scientific, empirically evidence, right? Peer-reviewed scientific research to substantiate these aspects. And they're lacking in these aspects. There's no scientific proof out there to link or correlate those elements, okay? So a lot of people look at these and they want to blame everybody. If it wasn't for porn, if it wasn't for social media, I can blame that. Well, do you blame if it wasn't for other people? in general, right? So can you blame, you're blaming other people. You know what? If there's not any other people in the world, just us two, he wouldn't have cheated. Well, yeah, because there's no one else to cheat with, right? (laughs) Let's be realistic, okay? Let's be, have an understanding and you know what? A scientific professional understanding about what happens in that element, right? So we need to get rid of the blame aspect and look at what is going on with that individual and what is going on you know, within the relationship and with yourself that maybe created the opportunity to cheat, okay? Now, let's face it. Social media might give us, I said this, give us more opportunity to reach out and have others cheat. However, it's still that individual's choice to use those mechanisms to cheat. It's not social media or, you know, a lot of people might look at, do they have an unrealistic expectation of relationships and of marriage. So what they do, let's face it, right? Oh, I'm not getting this. So I go out and cheat instead of working on the relationship or working on the marriage. And do you have a expectation, a realistic expectation of what a relationship is, um, what it entails about the emotional connection, about the work it involves, about sexual limitations, sexual expectations, right? You have to look at biological aspects, hormonal aspects, diabetes, blood pressure, if these are a factor, depression, grief, trauma, absolutely, right? So you have to have a realistic picture of what expectation is. Now, we can blame it on movies from the 1930s, 40s, 50s, 60s, right? Do they give us unrealistic expectations of what a relationship is? Not necessarily, right? It's how we use them and are we able to tell the difference between reality and the media, be it movies, TV, radio, what I'm doing now, right? Social media. Um, Do we have a realistic, we would like our relationship to look more like this, but do we have a realistic expectation that it's not going to be perfect, right? That there's going to be disagreements. There might be arguments. There might be laws and sexual activity uh, 
in the relationship, but are you able to talk about it and communicate those aspects? So that's where I want to get rid of the blame for everybody out there. And how many people, let's be honest, I wish I could show, you know, if I was doing a live event, which I want to look at to, how many people would raise their hands in the audience and say, how many people have ever blamed social media or other people for causing an affair or an ex or your current partner to cheat? How many people have done that, right? Where do you get your evidence from? Where do you, is it scientific based or is it what you heard or it's an easy go after instead of looking at ourselves and our own role in what caused it, okay? Again, it's not justifying, oh, hell no, not condoning, not at all. It's looking at what was going on, okay? So you need to be able to, the responsibility of cheating needs to be Number one, on the person that cheated, the one that did the betraying, right? What was going on with him or her? And there's a lot of stats out there that differentiate, right? They're biased stats that differentiate between males cheating and females cheating. The stats are wrong, and they're very, very close in line. Now, there's like maybe a, a 5 to 7% differential between men and women cheating versus the 20 to 30% that a lot of... Uh, certain bias researches stating different organizations and different groups for their own bias and their own um, purposes, okay? So that's what I mean. You have to be very, very careful out there. Now, um, going after it, do you look at, um, oh, everybody, you know, it's the new age, right? If we're more traditionalists, like we used to be in the 40s, 50s, 30s, 60s, um, we wouldn't cheat as much. And I'm like, what? You don't think cheating occurred since the beginning of time? It's always been around people. A lot of people didn't have a choice to get out of that situation, right? A lot of women did not work. And I put a post on my Facebook, if you want to follow it, a couple days ago about paying for a first date and it went all over the place, which I love. I love diversity. I love learning and hearing from other people. But I also love playing devil's advocate in certain situations. So a lot of people will, oh, if we were more traditionalists, we wouldn't have cheating anymore. I'm like, what? Cheating has always been around. A lot of women did not work, could not work, right? So they stayed at home. So they did not have the financial means to get the hell away from someone that was abusive or cheat. And that's when I look at these people that, well, I'm a traditionalist that men pay for this, men pay for that, or should be because he's a man. I'm like, what? Or, you know you're a woman, so you should do this. I'm like, what? who decides that? Is it society? Is it traditionalism, right? So if we go back, to, there was always cheating, okay? It's just more apparent now, maybe because there's more mechanisms in place. Maybe, like I said, because of social media, that does not blame them. There's more women in entering the workplace. Woohoo! I'm all about that. I'm all about independent women doing their thing. You know, I'm all about that. So um, there's more opportunities. There's more existence. And what do you do? Do you limit those? Do you allow women, what, not to work anymore? Are you crazy? Do you allow women not to vote anymore? No. <laughs> Hell no. I'm all about women empowerment, right? So there's a lot of dynamics. So when you say about traditional aspects, you have to be very, very careful and not pick and choose what you mean when it comes to realism versus traditionalists. I'm traditionalist. I want a man to pay for all the bills and all this stuff. Well, because I'm old-fashioned. I'm 
a traditionalist. Okay, do you believe in premarital sex? Well, yes, Greg, I absolutely I do. Well, don't tell me you're old-fashioned then. You get me? So a lot of people, even when it comes to cheating, you look at picking and choosing what works for you, what makes you feel better about yourself, right? It's not easy. It's very difficult. It's crushing, okay? When I said you know, we have to look at our roles and what we did. Yeah, did I make my partner feel lonely? Did I make them not feel loved, not desired? You know what? I get it. I understand it. That doesn't justify or condone them cheating. They know. But cheating, it devastates a lot of people. Let's be real. It rips apart expectations. It rips apart growing old together. It rips apart, oh, we're going to retire together, play with the grandkids together. All those expectations of future-oriented elements, they get shattered. Let's plain and simple. So the person that did the betraying needs to understand that and needs to understand the devastation caused from cheating, right? That does not erase, well, I felt lonely. I felt not desired, so that's why I cheat. Okay, I get that. I understand that. That's not doesn't justify. It gets under what we can work on within the relationship if that's what you both feel and want to repair and heal. However, you still need to show genuine remorse and guilt when a betrayal occurs. That doesn't mean, oh, I'm sorry, and it's never talked about again. Not at all. I tell people all the time, you need to eat shit for the actions you've done. And that doesn't mean, oh, I say I'm sorry, and it's done and over with. Oh, I ate shit. No. That means if you're, you know, it could be a month later and you're 20 minutes late and you're part, oh, what, were you meeting up with him? Were you meeting up with her? Were you cheating again? And you're like, oh, my God, here we go again. No, you need to, own, you know what, I get you. I'm so sorry there was an accident or I should have texted. I was running late. I get why you would think I'm cheating. I would get why you would think why you're upset. You get me? When we own that and we're more consistent about it and try to put ourselves in our other other person's shoes, that's when the healing takes place. That's where I want couples to be able to get at if they choose to heal from a betrayal and a cheating aspect. Stop blaming the media. Stop blaming porn. Stop blaming everybody else outside of the relationship and look at what is going on with you. If there is a compulsive element, that individual needs to get help with that aspect and that's a very judgmental aspect as well what does compulsion mean it's like okay if you want to have an open relationship you need to be with somebody that is okay that you both agree to have an open relationship if you want to have sex with other people right it's got to be consensual not behind someone's back be open be honest okay do you want to have a poly situation do you uh, one person is bisexual one person wants to be swingers or be in the lifestyle it's got to be consensual when you do things behind one person's back let's face it that's cheating that's a betrayal right so you have to look at those elements and to be able to go after it oh speaking of you know family issues or you know, car accidents, stuff like that. Like I mentioned, maybe that's a reason why you're late. If you need legal help, please reach out. They're great people. Uh, DFWNPLC.com. Okay. Check out Dan Williams and Amy Fowler, you know, reach them out. You can check their contact information online, DFWNPLC. They actually care about people. They're not chasing 
um, people. They're not, um, what do I want to say? They're not arrogant, narcissistic, where they think they're all, that they're there to help people. So check them out, Dan and Amy at dfwnplc.com. And also for a lot of fun, check out some cool hats, logo stuff, shirts that'll make you laugh. I hate people.club. Check them out. No, me personally, I love people. That's why I do this. I love helping people try to heal traumas, as in cheating, broken hearts, um, past traumas as well, okay? Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. You can check out the Art of Relationships show live every Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern time, and you can check it out. It's all over the place on YouTube, on Facebook, which I'm here right now. Um, you can check out the audio version. It's on iHeart radio stations. It's on um, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, you name it. Tune in. It's all over the place. Check it out, and I appreciate you listening and taking your time because your time's valuable. So I want to provide content, provide information, valid, professional, scientific information that's going to help you heal and get to where you want to be in your relationship and within your own lives, okay? Peace. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.